Hey, booze, hey, do your blankets feel like super glue in the morning? Well, sis, it's time to shake them off. Welcome to Wake Up Happy Sis, the show that jumpstarts your day with a bang. We're strolling down these self-care streets as we navigate the maze of wellness and healing. We're helping you live happy, healed, and whole. And we do it all with a hearty dose of belly laughs for good measure. Stay tuned and get ready to wake up happy, sis. Hey, booze. Hey, it's your girl, Leanne Dulce, Chief Self-Love Officer over at Wake Up Happy Sis and your host of the Wake Up Happy Sis show. We are broadcasting today on KCCR, the Brownstone and Brownstone Podcasting Network, where we are really changing the narrative for our people because we are always telling our stories our way. Now, are you ready to dive into the magic of self-love and discover the transformative power that it holds? This is a space where we elevate and celebrate Black women, prioritizing self-care and personal growth. It's time to wake up happy every day, happy, healed, and fulfilled. And we're here to unapologetically live our whole lives, baby, our best lives. Like, what else, what else is there to do, right? So today we have something truly special because I'm going to welcome my guest, Rhonda Walters of Rare Glow Salon. And we're just going to have a nice little heartfelt discussion. She's going to share some of her stories. I'm going to share some of mine. And if you want to jump on in and share some of your stories, you can too. So you can do that by joining the live. Let me put the little banner up here. Boom. If you want to join the live, you can join the live and tell us your stories. And we keep it real raw and honest here. So welcome, my guest, Rhonda Walters, to the stage. Yay. Hello. How's everybody doing? Rhonda Walters here, owner and founder of Rare Glow Organic Shea Products and Rare Glow Hair Salon. Yeah. So um, tell us a little bit more about you and where's your salon located and your products and how'd you get started with all of that? Well, I started, believe it or not, in high school, 1976. I took cosmetology in high school, half a day. My mom sort of encouraged me to um, go ahead and take cosmetology just to have something to fall back on. I knew I wanted to go to college in addition to that. So I went ahead in my junior and senior year to cosmetology when I graduated from high school, 1978. Um, but right before I went to Illinois State, I ended up um, taking, you know, going ahead and get my license. And so I was a licensed cosmetologist all the way through college, worked my way through college doing hair. I probably was one of the richest, co- not rich. <laughs> I just had money. Look, you were balling. Look, look, look hair you had money right? was balling in college, okay? <laughs> So everybody, I mean, I was first. I was in the hallway. I was in the bathroom. I did it somewhere, everywhere. And then I ended up moving into a salon. So I ended up probably all four years doing hair alongside getting my degree. Um, but fast forward to uh, got my degree in fashion merchandising and public relations. I realized I can make a greater impact on people by how doing their hair because they would come into my salon and about ready to take a, you know, take a test, about ready to get married, about ready to, you know, do something big. 
And I, it's almost like the way that their whole being changed by their, how they looked, how they felt mm-hmm. made a difference. So I guess I've spent most of my life for the last 45 years just uplifting women just to be their best selves and how they look. So that's why I'm still here. After all that time, I have to fall back on it. <laughs> Imagine that. And then, you know, full circle uh, moment for me for as far as the skincare part. I ended up uh, at 55, about seven years ago, having this really weird skin situation where I was like, wait a minute, I ain't having no acne and no teenager. What, what is this? It was all over my face. I looked, my face looked like a pizza. It was so embarrassing. And I decided, well, actually, I didn't decide. I was using all the things that the dermatologist gave me. It wasn't working. One of my clients, the only one of my clients to actually mention to me, Rhonda, have you heard of Rothkin Black Soap? She brought me a little piece when she came to get her hair done. Mm. Shout out to Barbara Walker. She gave me this little piece of Rothkin Black Soap. So I started washing my face with that. Kind of mixed up a concoction with witch hazel and aloe and sprayed that on as my toner. and kind of created this serum, this aromatherapy serum that I had just learned at a a class I had taken at Bronner Brothers Hair Show. I whipped up the serum and started using that step one, step two, step three. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, lo and behold, after about two weeks, three weeks, four weeks, my face just started clearing up. Just going back to basics, simple, mm-hmm. plant-based, not too chemicalized. <laughs> and I, and then from there, you know, my customers started noticing and like, well, they didn't say anything before when it was bad. <laughs> Just like when they learned to clear it up. They're like, right, hey, right, right. We're doing. Uh, and then I, I got really excited because I'm like, okay, I, I need to get some more of that black soap. And one of my customers had been, was in, had a stint, like 30 day stint in uh, Sierra Leone. I'm like, mm. oh, here, can you bring back? Uh, a box of or whatever you can find of raw vegan black soap with shea butter in it. I'm thinking fused in with shea butter because if shea butter was necessary because by itself it could be pretty caustic. She brought me back a big box of shea butter separate from the big box of raw black soap. Mm-hmm. I so appreciated it. I whipped her up a batch of body butter, which I'd never made before just because I wanted to thank her. She was like, oh my God, what is this? I'm like, you got, remember the shape what he gave me? I just kind of whipped it up. Yeah, I just did a couple oh, things. You got to make this. So the rest, as they say, is history. So that's how I fused in that skincare part with the the hair part. It all goes together. It's all beauty, head to toe. So yeah, so that's uh, I work. I've, I've paid for my children, me along with my hubby, hubby of course, of forty two years. Uh, two girls, two daughters, that uh, both attorneys. Radiance is a trademark attorney and Reve is uh, lead counsel for a real estate company. But I worked my way through college doing hair, helped to pay my, <laughs> my kids. Huh? Somebody. 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 It always happens. Come on in. 100% always happens. I'm trying to see who it is. Oh, somebody dropping us on the but they always it always seems to happen when I do the show is when somebody <laughs> wanna come and knock on the door, which sets my dog into a frenzy. <laughs> so, well, I think there's one thing that you said that was very important in there is that that really resonates with the show topic 
is when people look good and they feel, feel good. good. They feel good. Yes. You know, and people think it's such a vain thing, but it isn't. It, it is really a matter of fact. Yes. When I, I know look that. Good, let me let me put on some. I'm like, okay, then can nobody tell me anything? It boosts your mood, right? It really and does. It's so important. It's an important aspect of self-love is to love what you see. And sometimes we do need a little bit of help because we may be carrying extra weight that we're not used to having. We may have more scars or things that have come into our lives in our later years. We may lose our hair, whatever. Right. It's about learning how to love yourself and doing the things so that when you look in that mirror, you feel good, you look good. Absolutely. And, and that is really, I, I, I guess you could say I'm the champion of that because I, I, I it's time after time, somebody comes in the salon, they're kind of all hunched over, kind of talking low. And then when they leave, their shoulders are back, their chest is out, they are like, queen status that for me consistently is i feel like that's my, that's a gift i feel like mm -hmm. i feel like that's why i'm here <laughs> that's why i'm here to help lift uplift yes definitely i i um also am a, a certified product formulator so that's when my business started oh is making products so okay. that feeling you get like i say when when your skin is just glowing when yes. you feel good inside and out there's yes. just to me those are the building blocks of self-love that Absolutely. is such a cornerstone a bedrock of self-care and of personal development is that self-love. And that's only going to come when you feel good about yourself, right? Mm -hmm. Now, that means we have to learn to love the flaws. You got to love the good, bad, and the ugly. Yes. You know? So, but to me, that is a start, is looking good, looking your best will help you feel your best. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know? And it also helps boost your self-confidence. Because yes. can't nobody tell you nothing when you look good. Get that new outfit, get your hair done, your makeup if you wear makeup. Yes. You just feel a whole different energy. You got a little yes. different little pep in your step, a little, <laughs> a little glide in your stride. You know? Yes, yeah. You, know, you got a little attitude when somebody touch you, hey, girl, how you? Like, you get you see a whole different, be like, okay, I see you. <laughs> but that's the truth. That you know, is the it, truth. It just elevates you, like you said. It, yes. We're here to elevate and uplift, yes. and to make sure that women feel good about themselves. Absolutely. Regardless of what you, what that scale tells you, regardless of what society is telling you, regardless of what some of the people in your life are telling you. Absolutely. You know, you have to love yourself first you know right. so how do you think that self-love contributes generally to just our overall happiness and well-being well let's see it contributes greatly it really does um my screen is going all kinds of ways <laughs> look look i told you whenever something can happen you will 
Where was I? Um, it contributes greatly because uh, it it's 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 essential. I'll never forget. I have a, a client who comes every Thursday. Bless her heart, and uh, for years, same time, four o'clock Thursday. And she has always wanted to be married. She's in her fifties, and this hasn't happened yet for her. And I never forget her asking me, "What do you? What do I think is the essential part to, that I need to do to get ready to be married?" And I said to her, and, and she said, "Don't tell me now." I waited a week, and when she sat back in my chair, I said, "You know what? You have to love yourself first. Yeah. And for some reason, she broke down in the chair and cried for a good 10 minutes. Mm -hmm. And I had to hold on to her because that's essential. You got to yeah. love yourself first before you can even project or think about anybody else. Oh, yes. So, then, yeah, that, it's vital. And I think that's a lot of people don't realize how hard that one statement is, though. I, I realized it at that you know moment I mean? because her, I saw that. I saw the pain. Because you don't know what people grew up with, the trauma. So part of my of what I do now is trying to encourage the healing of past trauma that has turned into part of our personality traits, characteristics, whatever you want to call it, right? It's right. become a key part of who we are because we're in a survival mentality right. instead of a thriving mentality. And I want to help women go from surviving to thriving. And self-love is that foundation you have to start with. Right. I did a, a challenge and one of the um, activities I had them do was to write a love letter to themselves. Ooh. And that's, and I had one person who came back, she came back to me a month later and she was like, you know, I want to thank you for that. She said, because I couldn't write that love letter in that moment. She said, because I didn't love the, ver I don't love the version of myself that I am right now. Mm. She said, I had to take that to therapy because it, it most people don't even realize, right? They don't even realize that they have issues with self-love until something forces them to look at it. That's true. That it's true. Like today I wrote, I wrote that love letter to myself today. And she said, I just want to thank you. Wow. Wow. And wow. Wow. It's that, something, it's a, such a small thing, but it's such a big thing at really the same is. time. So, you know, I want people to come out of this realizing that don't feel like because you may not love yourself in this moment, you don't love this version of yourself or you've been beat down by past trauma that told you you will never be shit. You ain't shit. Nobody can ever love you. That may have been from a parent. It may have been from an abusive spouse. I'm here to tell you, baby, there are people who love you just as you are. That's right. And you have to love you first. I love me more than anybody could ever love me. Got to. You got to. Because you show through loving yourself, you show others how to love you. 
That's true. That is so true. Yes. And we have to be, and even if you don't feel it, I want you to look in that mirror every day and Say tell it to yourself, yourself. yes, it to I yourself. love you. I am worthy of love. Whatever you have to say until you friend. start to believe it. Yes, there's a friend of mine. I, I, she is such a good friend, but her thing is whenever she has a, a gathering, she has us all say this before we begin. He said, I want you all to look at yourself and say this. I am beautiful. I am worthy. I am enough. And that's what I call Lorraine, that, the, that woman. Mm -hmm. I'm beautiful. I'm worthy and I'm enough. And if we see yes. it over and over and over and over again, <coughs> reality becomes the, the way you walk into the world. Yes. And welcome, Sharonda. Hey, Sharonda. Good morning. Good morning, ladies. Sorry for being tardy to the party. We're just going to charge you 10 love points. That's it. You got love on yourself for 10 extra minutes today. Yes. That's right. Yes. So I think also one of the things I want to talk about is, especially from a societal expectation standpoint, right? It's so important for Black women to love themselves when sometimes it seems like nobody else loves us. That's true. We are constantly put at the bottom of the barrel, but have the most expectations placed on us. Absolutely. And we are yeah. the brightest and the best yeah. in the room. And period. Uh, without question. That we part right there. We are the foundation of this world. Yes. Period. But we're expected to always be happy. You can't be sad or mad or stand up for yourself or you're that angry attitudinal black woman. Right. You are supposed to be 10 times better to be seen as average. And putting all that on our heads so that, and sometimes setting us up specifically to fail. Yes. To take a toll on our mentality, on our Absolutely. view of ourselves. Absolutely. So it's important that we kind of shore up our defenses and are always boosting our own version of ourselves, loving ourselves to wholeness is what Absolutely. I think. Absolutely. Because they're gonna kick they're gonna try and kick us down every chance they can. But when you are when you know your worth, when you know that you are the shit, excuse my language. <laughs> Yes, we will not. You, you can't. When you know that, you will not. That's what you need so that when they come for you, you're not going to be faced by it. No, nah, no. Nah, you know, you know nah. how to work your way through it. Exactly. So and nobody, nobody really has, you know, that that phrase where somebody says, "What other people think of me is none of my business." Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Amen. Just because you say whatever that what? Just flip it off. <laughs> Let it roll off like rain. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. People's somebody else's perception of me is their yeah. problem. Because if you don't love all this fabulousness, I don't know what's wrong with you. <laughs> what you really doing with your life? <laughs> exactly. That's like, right. 
That's right. I want, because I want us all to thrive. I want black women, especially to go, to move out of that survival mode. We're so used to living in survival mode that we're stopping ourselves from living our best lives. Now I'm not saying we are not accomplished because we generally are. We are usually the most go-getters, you know? I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is the life that you're living is usually a little unbalanced. I'm focused on my, my, uh uh-oh, we lost her. Hopefully she's coming back. I'm focused on my my business. So my personal might be suffering. I'm focused on my personal. My professional might be suffering. I want us to be able to not even out, because to me, even is dead. I want us to be able to manage the fluctuations so that we're not in survival mode anymore, that we are really truly in a place where we are thriving, where we have set boundaries. Because when I talk about self-love, it's overcoming self-doubt, it's embracing our worthiness, it's standing up for ourselves, setting those boundaries with our loved ones, with our coworkers, with everything. That one boss who always trying to get you to work overtime, don't want to pay you for it. Right. That's against the law. But you want me here. You want me to be on call 24 hours a day. We don't work for free over here. We don't work for free. I'm sure don't. Mm -hmm. Right. What is the compensation uh, for this extra work you want me to do this all on callness? That's a part of self-love. Those setting those boundaries and letting Mm -hmm. people know what you will and will not accept, mm-hmm. right? And that comes first. First, you got to set the boundary with yourself. Let's mm-hmm. let's start there. You have to set the boundary with yourself and understand your worth and what you will and will not accept. Because if you don't, you're going to accept. You're going to keep accepting all the things that are thrown at you and living under somebody else's agenda. We're not doing that no more. Because you treat, you teach people how to treat you. That's right. That is so right. Mm-hmm. If I see you don't care about working long hours and I'm not the best boss, come on over here and work all these extra hours for no money. Because there are bosses like that. Mm-hmm. They're going to take advantage of the fact that you may not be in the best headspace with yourself. Mm. Mm. Because it benefits them. Because it benefits them. You have people that look for people like that. Back where I'm from in the day, you used to call them a mark. Hmm. They're corporate marks. I'm here to tell the truth. I ain't here to say or spare nobody's feelings. We tell the truth over here. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. There are some employers who look for people like that. That's like when they get rid of the older workforce and they bring in younger people. Because why? Younger people are easier to mold because they're just coming into this industry. I can mold you into the employee I want you to be versus the person who's been there 20 years. They know more about the company than the owners because they've been in different areas of it. And they've got to a point to where I know my worth. I know you can't run this stuff without me. Or it's not going. It's not going to run efficiently because I'm doing the work of three or four people. How many people have had that? Mm. I know I've been there. Oh boy, I know you've been there, 
Yes, indeed. And our self-love is what stops us from sometimes standing up for ourselves and saying, you know what? Something isn't right about this. I'm not going to. No, I, I can no longer be on call in the evenings. No, I can no longer just be on call and do this. No, I will not. You know, sometimes you could say no, thank you. Yeah, that's easy. No, thank you. Yeah, smile. No, thank you. Right. I, 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 I do not want that. I do not want that promotion that doesn't include a new title, new pay, but includes a whole lot more responsibilities. No, thank you. I'll stay over here in this one over here. Because I'm good right where I'm at. All the while I'm working to get somewhere else. Yes, mm. indeed. Yeah, I uh, I remember having to uh, shift my energy when I was not getting what I needed from that current employer instead of, you know, trying to get promoted within that organization. I shifted my energy to go go to another organization yeah. to get the promotion and start fresh and press mm -hmm. reset. So. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They were not for me. We, I was helping them mistreat me by mm. them using no, my skills fan. against me. Fan. No way. No, We're not that's doing a fan that. moment right there. We're not doing that. We're not doing Baby. that. We, how many times in the past have we helped people treat us bad? That Oh, I want to talk about that for a minute, Sharonda, because that talk is about such it. an important thing. <laughs> Let's talk how about often them. have we helped somebody treat us bad? Giving them the keys here. These are all my triggers. We don't These even we don't even realize we're doing it. Absolutely, Rhonda. Really, no. I had Tums in my desk. I was. Mm. I let them make me cry at work. No, no, no. Do no, you no, hear no. me? You see mm. this? You see that? <laughs> no, we not. We not doing Absolutely. that. It was all I could do to stay there for my 52 weeks because we you can't move that. without right, you know, 52 weeks. Now, Martina over here on LinkedIn said, have a healthy flow leads to thriving. Yes, yes. it does. Self-love yes. is a big part of it. To me, self-love is a reflection of God's love for us. He loves us. We got to love ourselves. That is so true. Absolutely, Martina. Well, Martina, we want to thank you because Martina shows up. Martina been showing up. Every Martina is a uh, dragging ass because Martina need to be on this doggone podcast. That's what yeah. I, I wasn't going. I wasn't going to say that. But, but I, I read your mind, girl. I read you your mind, Martina. You, you need to come you on and quit playing, ma'am. Martina, you. you can come on in because we got we got a lot. We you see that yes. link over there, Martina? Well, let me see. Did it put it on? Uh, okay, I'm gonna put it up on the screen because it looks like it's not sharing to LinkedIn. So she ain't get the link. See, that's the problem. She ain't get the link. Oh, we got to get the link. Because Martina, you could come on in. Because Martina always comes with some good, yes, she does. good stuff every show. Now, when we're talking also about helping people mistreat us, a lot of that is because we are dealing with feelings of self-doubt. Mm -hmm. Yes. We are questioning our worth in yes. relation to whatever it might be a relationship right how many times have you said oh i or not even said or heard somebody say i have to have I, I have to be in a relationship i'm a relationship type i need somebody who completes me a person's 
job in a relationship is never to complete you. No way. Hope you have to be complete. They have By to yourself. be complete. Right. And then they come to accentuate. Right. That ain't even the right word, but we're going with it today. They come to accentuate my life because my life, I'm already perfect as a, as perfect as I'm going to be. <laughs> Perfectly imperfect is right. what I call myself. Because there is, there is no perfect. Right. And if right. you're shooting for perfection, you will always fail. That's I should right. be the That's best right. version of me that I can be. Yes. And I don't want nobody to fail thinking I've got to be perfect. I've got to, you know, go to work eight hours and then come home and still do all the house chores, take care of the kids, cook all the food because that's what a woman is supposed to do. Nah. You know, that affects our feelings of worth. I'm not a good wife. I'm not a good mother because my kids eat cereal some days for breakfast and some days for lunch, they eat a peanut butter sandwich. First of all, peanut butter sandwiches are awesome. Peanut butter is good. I like peanut butter sandwiches. Right. Well, don't, don't be sleeping on the peanut butter. Oh, toast with a little coconut oil on it. Oh, my goodness. What? Interesting. I don't know about, I don't know about <laughs> that. That is not That's your grandmother's best. peanut butter and jelly rind. That we That's need to right. share some recipes. That's man. right. Because she's talking about now toasted. Yes. If anybody has ever had peanut butter toast, now, I may be a little different because I ate a lot of different little things. I used to eat mayonnaise sandwiches. Don't <laughs> mayonnaise and mustard. I had to have mustard, which is weird now. I hate mayonnaise. <laughs> it's so Don't forget about the shrimp sandwiches. Where you from? Where you from? Again? I'm from Seattle, but my, my people is from the South. And oh. we didn't always have all of everything. My grandmother, my mother died when I was young. So I was raised by my grandmother, my great grandmother. So it. they did the best they could do. Right. But if wasn't no meat in that, and wasn't no sandwich meat, I'm gonna go in there and make me a mayonnaise and mustard sandwich. That's I would make I'm toasted peanut butter. I'm vegetarian now because I never like meat anyway. Give me a, give me some, I'm, you know, I'm mayonnaise sandwich. I'm a hardcore carnivore girl. Mm. I call myself <laughs> flexitarian. I call myself flexitarian. I can, I can. I'm a vegan. so I be okay. Now see, I'm not, see, I'm not a big fish. I'm not I'm not big on seafood. And you would think really? that comes from Seattle that really doesn't match. But oh. I I'm not. I don't eat shellfish at all. Wow. Like every five or six Give years some just to make sure it's still Give nasty. Give me some crab. I'm from Maryland. I mean I live in Maryland, so I've got to have some. Oh, so crab. You used to, huh? Absolutely, ma'am. I'm from Seattle. I'm coastal too. You would think that I would no, I don't do none of that. I don't drink coffee. Oh. They'd be like, where are you from? What? <laughs> I'm an alien. She's an alien. Right. She's I'm an alien. from around these parts. <laughs> I'm from my own place called Leanne Town. And in Leanne Town, I'm the mayor. And where is the state? What state is Leanne Town in? It's in Dulce um, State. Dulceville <laughs> is the state. Dulce Layville. We are, are we are a newly formed state. Oh, okay. We are going to be, uh, how many states we got? Yes. Uh, yes. Yeah, I'm going to be the next one. My own, right here. It's a state in the middle of Georgia. Okay. It's called, okay. you know, I'm working on it. I'm working on it. so silly. But, I mean, that's, but you know what? I wasn't always this confident and this in love with me. Right? Wow. Yes. I had self-doubt like everybody else. I used to weigh almost 300 pounds. 
But I was still, the, yeah. I didn't, even when I weighed almost 300 pounds, I was still confident. You couldn't tell me I wouldn't. Yes. Mm-hmm. Right? But yes. there have been things that have shook my confidence. I haven't always been confident in myself. I've doubted myself when it came to my intelligence a lot. Wow. Wow. Right? Mm-mm-mm. Now, I pick up on technology and new things relatively easy. But there have been times when I go into a room, I'm a, I'm an ambivert, so I'm an extroverted introvert. Most people don't know that. <laughs> Is that what it's called, an ambivert? Okay. An ambivert. If you See, are an extrovert, in the end, Bill, they make up their they own words and stuff. That is a real word. It's a real word. An ambivert is a and b i vert is a real word. It is okay. somebody who is a natural introvert, but they have extroverted tendencies. I can be an extrovert at times. I've spoken to audiences of thousands. I'm shaking before I do it. Sometimes of course, but that's natural. But yeah. I also have, I'm more reflective. I like to sit back and watch. I really don't want to be the center of attention. I want to come in and watch and see what people are doing, but I want to be in charge, but in the background. I don't want to be the front person. I just want to run everything from back. Lead from the rear. <laughs> that's it. But I know me and I've had to learn to love me through weight ups and downs, through being dark skin and being told I'm not really that dark. I was like, first of all, what you're not going to take from me is that I'm chocolate. They, you know, now I'm dark. This is my summer dark. So I'm looking extra chocolatey goodness here. But, you know, in the winter, they'd be like, you really aren't dark skin. I will fight you. <laughs> you not going to do it. Tell me I'm not dark skin. I am not brown skin. Because she identifies as what she identifies as. I identify as dark. I identify as dark, thank you very much. So let me ask y'all this, okay? Yes. I want each of you maybe share a time that you struggled with self-doubt, right? Struggled with worth issues and how did you pull yourself out of it? But first, we got to do a little bit of station identification. You are watching Wake Up Happy Sis Show on KCCR The Brownstone and the Brownstone Podcasting Network, where we are changing the narrative for our people because um, we're always here to tell our stories our way. Because if we don't, 50 years, 60 years, whatever from now, we can't be mad at the stories that are being told about us. We have to drive the narrative. So let's listen to this commercial. We've got a cruise coming up in 2024, Brownstone Worldwide. So, you know, y'all just come on, get in on this commercial. Ready to swap your daily grind for some ocean waves and sunshine? Then join Brownstone Worldwide for the ultimate neighbor's retreat aboard Celebrity Cruises. From July 21st through the 27th of 2024, get ready to make waves and unforgettable memories. Our all-inclusive package features plush rooms, drinks on us, complimentary Wi-Fi, and yes, even tips are taken care of. Bask in live entertainment, exciting contests, and be a part of the live tapings of Brownstone podcast shows. Venture beyond the ship with shore excursions to the stunning Key West, Bimini Bahamas, and Georgetown Grand Cayman. But here's the catch. These rooms are selling out like hotcakes right now. So don't miss the chance to rub elbows with your favorite brownstone air personalities and meet your neighbors in an unforgettable setting. So what are you waiting for? Secure your spot on this epic journey today. 
And I believe the Key West location was changed for like Cozumel, Mexico or something. So this is going to be a good cruise. You all need to come on in, check it out. Now back to my question. Do you have a time or you can share a time where you actually really suffered with self-doubt, feelings of, of lack of self-worth? And how did you pull yourself out of that? Either one of y'all go first. I'll go. Okay. Uh, I guess for me, I I was always the one that was bullied because I was one of those turn the other cheek, turn the other cheek, turn the other cheek. I mean, I grew up wait, Rhonda, how many cheeks you got? You got some ones. I ain't got no extra cheeks. But I are you sure? Huh? Are you sure you don't have no extra cheeks? Because <laughs> probably back here, back here. Anyway, mm. <laughs> I digress. Anywho, <laughs> and this this went on like all grade schools. Now I'm now. I mean, I grew up in the projects. I would ride my bike around all summer, all long. People would push me over on my bike. I mean, I was that one. Mm-hmm. I got on the bus. People would just hit me in one face or hit me in my chest. All kinds of things. But I'll never forget this moment. I was in the eighth grade. This boy named Michael Russell thought he could come up and feel my butt. That did it for me. I slapped him. I never fought. I never hit back. Remember, I turned all these cheeks to silly right. touch my cheek. And then I was like, he was like, okay, meet me after school. I'm like, okay, what boy going to fight a girl? I was ready to meet him after school. I had had it. Too much. After school came, that boy was nowhere to be found. Mm-hmm. So for me, that was like one of the first aha moments. Like, wait a minute, why am I letting these people do it every day? What the heck? What, what am I doing? And this was at in in literally middle school, mm-hmm. uh, so that was that was pretty pivotal for me. That was that was a life changer. And I love that because people are always going to try to scare us, to hurt us, to whatever. We got to stand up for ourselves. We got to be like, you know what. We're not doing this. I'm glad you asked that question, Leanne, because it was it was at that same job that I had the tomes in my desk. And so oh. it was actually supposed to be uh, 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 in, in a federal system. You get to uh, automatically move up if you start at, let's say, a GS nine, a general service nine, then the next step. It, your, your your promotion, you know, comes automatically. Well, that supervisor was like, oh, no, constantly was like, oh, no, you're not getting your GS-11, which was, the, 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 yes, you're not getting it, and I'm going to uh, make sure that you go into a lateral position and blah, blah, blah. I was like, so huh? you're busy. She was hard with it. She was hard with it. You are not going to get promoted. You're not wow. going to. Oh, yeah? So remember I was telling you about that energy shift? I'm over here spending a, some quality time with USA Jobs over here looking and applying. Of and course. And I got my promotion, but it yes. was at another doggone, um, another entity. 
And when she came back, because <laughs> she was traveling for work, I was the, her whipping post. She came back. My cubicle was so damn clean. It was so damn clean. She's like, where's Sharada? Where's Sharada? My girlfriend was like, oh, she got her 11 and she moved. Oh, I wish um, I could have seen the look oh, on her face. I wish I could look on her. Did you get did you get that? I would have been right there to see that. Girl, I the Lord knew what he was doing by absolutely up at that place. Yes. And so she, I mean, she was constantly, and all of it happened at my six-month mark because we had a conversation. It was she and I in her office, and she asked me what was wrong. In my mind, if you ask me, you must want me to tell you what the fuck is going on here. And I did. Don't ask if you don't want to know. Girl, and ever since then, my dog, I I went from sugar to shit on a fast down slope. Do you hear me? That's when she started with me about the you're not going to get promoted and i've never heard that nobody's ever told me no you've never asked before somebody somewhere should told you you wasn't shit as a manager and Mm. because they didn't i get this version of you because Mm -hmm. i told because i told she asked me and i told her and ever since then i'm like if you don't want to know don't ask me because i will tell you and so i mean she came hard with it every day after that, trying to tear me wow. down. Gee, and I just shit. was like, okay, so I'm not here for this. How so, miserable can a person be, though, that, to really yeah. take that energy to do that? Like, they have got because to be hurt sick. people hurt people, Rhonda. That's why. Period. Oh. Oh. But to me, that's like this. This you need to do some healing. Like, you she really need some major that. retooling. She needs somebody to give her a hug. I think that's it because somewhere down the line, you just don't keep just other people. Every day, she was definitely made differently. Her parts wasn't put in the right place. No, but she needs. She may not have been hugged enough as a child. That might have been. I'm I'm a big. I'm a big. I mean, in your being, who does that? Like, who does that? Well, she was such a, a appeal for a boss she had two daughters that was living in other corners of the world to get away from her now if her wow. own children wow don't want to be in her her presence wow. we... yeah it was like that it was mm. like that Mm-mm-mm. so i wish i could have been a fly on the wall to see that face when she realized that her tricks didn't work her tricks didn't work uh, and, me, and i got my, my promotion not, yeah evil does not does not win. I'm sorry. It just mm-hmm. doesn't. We and can't. It how, it's not how how the how the energy works. It doesn't work that way. No. Well, she tried it. She tried it. Mm. Well, I wonder, what, she, I wonder what she doing now. Where's she at? Where's she at? <laughs> if I cared to I know. contact I know. some of my friends that's still at that same doggone organization to even inquire, then maybe I might have an answer for you. Maybe. <laughs> but again, I have to care enough. I know. Right. But I don't. I got other things to care about. No, she, ain't, she ain't getting that much energy. No. But I, I think of those things too, because I know when I worked, I used to work for a major telecom company. And I've told the story on the other episodes, but I was 
we had brought, they had a new VP that came in and his announcement was, we're getting rid of low performers. <laughs> now, this was a new group that started. You already know this is going somewhere bad. <laughs> this was a new group that started. Okay. And he said, okay, new VP in here where we are getting rid of low performers. Now, my manager, who was new at being a manager, um, was three months late on doing my mid-year review. We're not going to talk about that. But mm. when I got my mid-year review, it was a two out of five. I ain't even a C-level. Okay. At that point, I knew I was the one being targeted because I was supposed to become a part-time trainer on a national level, but I'm a low performer. I mm. wrote all I wrote all the training materials. I Looking wrote around the space. and conducted the training. I wrote all the policies and procedures for this new group, but I'm a low performer. And long story short, I moved to another company with a $15,000 raise. He got demoted. Mm. He ended up getting demoted. And I was, and it was, oh, 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 yeah, yeah. Come on in, Martina. Let me send Martina. Oh, oh, here she comes. Yes. Let me send Martina a little link. She said she's, Come on in the room. Come on in the room with us, Martina. She got something, to say, got something to say. But what I will say is when I first got that two out of five, it shook me. I was like, have I been slacking off? The first thing you do is question yourself. Hmm. And I took it to the, the manager. She was a lead, but they were grooming her to be the new manager. I just trained Who her. Who you trained, right? Who I train. So you know everything that I know. You know my skills. I said, I need you to read this and tell me, is this me? Mm -hmm. From your perception. She was like, they're trying to get rid of you. Mm. She said, they're trying to get rid of you. She said, that's what this says. She said, is it not you? And had I let my inner hater, his name is Ricky Bobby. <laughs> you got to name your hater so you can tell him to shut up. Ricky Bobby, that's his name me. is Ricky Bobby. <laughs> You know, I don't even know what movie that's from. It's from a movie. Talladega Nights. Yeah, Talladega Nights. And his name, I, now, all I know is that he's a hot mess in that movie. And I know. I've yes. never, the funny thing is I've never seen the movie. I've seen snippets of it. it and I know he's a mess. Ricky Bobby, that's and that's where Ricky Bobby came from. Because Ricky Bobby is the mess who tries to. That's funny. Hmm. I don't know what the stream yard is not been hurting. Okay, hold up, sister. I was like, but that inner hater, had I listened, I would have went for it. Yeah. You know what I mean? I would have went for it. Even if you gotta go and take it to somebody else who can give you an impartial view of yourself, not somebody who's just gonna be a yes person, but somebody who is going to honestly tell you this might be a little bit of you. Yes. But they were, my friend was like, this is not you. This mm -hmm. is not you. Mm -hmm. So isn't that weird? We no, we have to have that come from somebody outside of ourselves yeah, and trusting good. ourselves. Like, I know he ain't talking to me. I know he ain't talking to me. Martina. Yeah. Hi, hey, Martina. Hello. Good morning. Welcome, ma'am. Yeah. Welcome, welcome. So tell yeah. us a little bit about you, Martina. Actually, uh, I don't know if you remember Leanne. We worked together many years ago with Nesby. I do. Um, yeah. And I was just like perusing LinkedIn one day a few weeks ago. 
And I was like, ooh, this sounds nice. So I was like, I have to join. And I was like, my work meeting on Mondays is at 10.30. So I was like, this is perfect for, you know, my workflow routine. Um, and I just was like, I really enjoy it. Um, and what I do now is that I'm a science communicator. Um, and I use science to tell stories. Um, and I also use science to engage younger people in science. And if you ask me what I'll be doing 10 years ago, I would not thought I would be doing this because I was like, God, I don't even know if I like stuff like that. I don't even know if I like working with kids like that. And I tried a lot of other things. And then God would just show me, okay, Martina, this is like what you were called to do. Um, and it is a good balance of being creative and also like using science. And I just love it. Um, and then now I'm in a transitional phase. I just moved and I'm looking for my next position because this is a fellowship. And I definitely agree with all y'all were saying about, you know, thriving. I had a lot of therapy and I'm like thriving now. And like I said, everything is about, you know, self-love, self-awareness. And that's something that even I have not been taught. Um, and I'm just so grateful to have this podcast and to be on it. Man, Martina, that's black woman magic with science. Scientific black girl magic. Yes. Go, child. And I wrote something for sister. It's called We Need More Black Girl Magic on Our Screen. And I talked about how representation is important and how when I was growing up, I didn't see people that look like me. And I guess that's why I'm so vocal about like, okay, we need to have representation. And it's not just like a buzzword that we throw out, but it's something that we really have to do. Wow, now, Martina. Now I will I will 100% agree with that. And that fits perfectly into where we are now too. Because if I don't see myself in positions of power, if I don't see or see somebody that looks like me, how can I see myself in that position, right? When you've never seen Black leadership, Black excellence, Black women doing those things, sometimes you do think, oh, I can't, I could never do that. There's not been a person that I've seen that done it. Well, maybe, maybe sometimes you spoke your call to be the first, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And mm-hmm. the most high will show us. Like and you said, you didn't think this was the path you were going to go, mm-hmm. right? And right. you're thriving in it. And, and can I just put a pitch in for getting professional help, having a therapist going to see someone when you don't feel right? Yes. It is okay. I know in a lot yeah, of Black households, we yeah. were, what happens in this family stays in this family. What happens in our house stays in our house. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. That is the way that keeps us survival mode in survival mode it keeps us in that pain and that trauma we're not doing that anymore that's no. done mm-hmm. we're do getting the help that we need so that we can live our best happy healed and fulfilled lives that's right yeah. and self-love is the foundation of that yeah. so i want to talk a little bit so this is what i'm asking of you guys do you have one or two tips for someone who may be struggling with self-love, self-worth, to help them just kind of move us a step closer to loving themselves. I got one or two. 
trust yourself. Just because somebody says that you're not enough does not mean that is the truth. You are enough where you are right now. Do not feed into the madness because you are made perfectly. God made you this way for a reason. You're enough. You're more than enough. And so when somebody comes against that uh, train of thinking, just shut it down right away because you already know who you belong to and whose you are. That's it. So That's it. anybody, yes. you know, he is for you. Nobody can be against you. That's right. Yes. And I'm going to pick. I was talking to myself. You. I couldn't have been talking to y'all. Right? I was talking to myself. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I'm going to piggyback on that is when you know whose you are, it doesn't matter what anybody else says. Absolutely. Amen. And the other big thing that, that I think I want to just say out loud is whatever it is that's got you in that space, love yourself, but also forgive yourself. Yeah. Love yes. yourself, forgive yourself. Yes. And move on. But I would add, like what helped me is like, I always been a journaler since I was a kid. Um, and I didn't even know, like I was just doing it. And then like fast forward many years into adulthood, I had lost like journaling because you know, life, and then I found it found my way back to me. And I like journal very intentionally and very different now. And then also being in touch with your emotions and feelings. I was raised where like, oh, you don't talk about that. Or like I was the one where you were like the strong one. You're the one that we you all good. We don't gotta check on you. Um, and then I was noticing like what is up with that? And I remember a therapist pointed out, oh, you're Martina, you're like an elder. And you were like an elder as a kid. And I was like, oh, that's not great. And you know, we can't rewrite our childhoods, but also like different things that happen to us. Yes, it shapes us and informs us, but it does not have to be the identity that we have for ourselves. Like I learned that the identity I had might've been survivor, but that's a part of me, but that's not who I am exactly. And that I transitioned to thriving. Um, and then also as I was thriving, some people in my family and close to me, they started picking up different things that I was doing and saying, what are you doing? And I was like, I had to do a lot of work and I don't know if you want to do it, but you got to do for you. Um, and once you start doing for you and having self-compassion and saying, okay, this is going to be worth it. It's just going to be the best thing you could ever do for yourself. And even in a hurt and a pain, I'm like so grateful to God that I went through that because it made me better. And then now I can inspire young middle school black girls. And I'm yeah. talking to some on Wednesday. So, yeah. Yes. And, Go and ahead, Martina. Thank you. What I would add to that is practice gratitude. Wake up every day and write down two or three things that you're grateful for. Or you can end your day with two or three things that you're grateful for. Gratitude is such a big thing. We don't even realize sometimes how great that will make you feel. And you realize that, you know what? Life may be lifing, but I still have amazing things that I can be grateful for. Yes, indeed. And give yourself some grace. Mm -hmm. Yes. And that starts with forgiving the people who have hurt you. 
you have to forgive them. Now, I'm not saying they get the opportunity to be back in your life. They get a second opportunity to, to hurt you. Forgiveness is for you. It is not for yes. them. Absolutely. You can let go of the pain and the hurt and the trauma and the triggers. Yes. To try to heal. Yes. Healing is a lifelong thing. Because there's always going to be something that can trigger you instantly back into that old feeling. Mm. But healing is what helps you realize I'm not her anymore. I've told that little girl inside that I am sorry that she was hurt and I and that she didn't feel protected. But she is now. Yes. Right. And that's when you give yourself grace and realize a lot of the things that happened to you were never your fault. Right. And you have to give yourself grace and forgive yourself for even thinking that, for letting your life be turned upside down. And you got to let go of that pain. And even if it was your mama's fault, your daddy's fault, you're an adult now and you have to be, you have the gift of control of your life. As much of it as we can control because life is yeah. still going to lie. Right. But we get to choose how we respond to all the stimuli that comes at us, to all the challenges, to the good and the bad. And so I would say all these things together and setting boundaries, baby, once you start setting them boundaries and then people start falling off, <laughs> let them go. Yes. Stop trying to hold on to people that God has been trying to remove from your life for years. That's my last tip. <laughs> Because sometimes yeah, we, try to hold on to them. we be trying to hold them. You yeah. like trying to let them go. Let it go. The, the doors of the church of Wake Up Happy Sis are open, ma'am. <laughs> she said what she said, y'all. She said what she said. She meant every word. <laughs> and also, I would like to add is like what I learned is that. You have to be okay with being a pioneer um, because a lot of us, I imagine, are like, I remember reading a book uh, where it was talking, I think it was by Elaine, where she was like, no, or Shonda Rhimes, FOD, first, only different. So a lot of us could be like first generation or, you know, you know, a lot of poverty line and you like, okay, I don't want that type of lifestyle, but then you don't have like a pathway to do it. Um, and then sometimes it's disheartening because you're like, I don't have a pathway. How am I going to do it? You know, and I thought that for a long time. But as I got older, I started, you know, growing and healing. And I was like, okay, I don't have to know the pathway. It's about, you know, coming to God, coming to myself. And, God, and Jeremiah says, for I know the plans I have for you. And then also in Hecabook, it says, write down your vision and make it clear on tablets. So vision boards, prayer boards, saying all the stuff you really want to do. You have to make it clear. Yes. And you know, you're just not gonna know when it's gonna come, but God is gonna come when it's gonna come. And you're gonna be like, wow, God, thank you. And that's how I feel right now. I'm like, okay, God, thank you. <laughs> thank you all the time I did not know. And thank you now that I understand. Yes. Yes, because sometimes he's clearing the way for you. Yes. You're talking about you don't know the path. You are the one who is going to be the first one. He is clearing the way step by step. Sometimes yes. we're so focused on what's 40 steps down 
when you need to be focused on what's these first two, three steps in front of me. When right. you focus on them, soon you all the way down there and you don't even realize how fast you got there. Right. right? right Sometimes, right. like Martina said, I think that is so great. You are the one who is going to forge that path. Yeah. And it's not going to be easy. You're going to have trials, tribulations, and every challenge thrown at you. But we are built for this. And sometimes you have to, who was at this? Lauren Hill said, we want to be used by God, but only the glorious things. She says, mm -hmm. sometimes to be used by God, you got to be kicked, humiliated. Hurt. Mm. Because that testimony is what's going to help somebody else who's been through that same thing. You mm -hmm. don't understand beauty if you ain't never had pain in your That's life. Right. You we, if you, if we had never gone through any pain, would we really know how to appreciate great things when they are That's in our truth. midst? That's the truth. Yes. That's why I don't believe in utopia. A utopia could never exist. It would implode. Right. Because we would never believe it. It's too happy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, yeah. I can't live my life on pins and needles waiting for the other shoe to drop because it's too good. There's always going to be challenges, but we have to know and have that self-love and the fortitude and that knowledge of self that's going to take us through every challenge. Yes. Every challenge. And if you can't do it by yourself, you don't have to. You got people around you. There are professionals, your tribe. And if your tribe is shady, get a new tribe. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, definitely. In a book, sure. I was um, recommended like two books by my um, black woman therapist. It was like "Feel the Fear and Do It Anyway" and "The Power yes. of the Subconscious Mind," and that yes. is very true because I think, well, at least how I was raised, it was very fear based, um, and that's not the healthiest. You know, mm -hmm. when I understand, it's just like, of course, you're going to have fear, but if we just let fear control, we would not do anything. Um, and innovators, business owners, people have that fear and it sparks creativity and it sparks innovation, you know? Right. And then also like what your mind is about, you gotta pay attention to like what you listen to, who you watch, the people you surround yourself with. If you don't have people that you like live with that are not like the, the best, you have to really push forward to say, okay, how can I make sure I'm not subconsciously inject the negativity. Like you really, really have to. And it definitely is important for like the super young people out there because like with social media, and I know like some people, it's just like negative, negative, negative. And then you're like, well, I want that and I want that. And I'm like, never say you want someone's life. You don't know what they had to do to get to that lifestyle or that Absolutely. life. Like, and what God has for you is for you. And I know it's right. challenging. But just find like your tribe, like find it could be your in-person tribe, but find like your digital tribe, like this tribe right here. Randomly, a few weeks ago, I was like, okay, this sounds good, you know. And now I'm randomly on the podcast today, so it's just like you gotta say you will be proactive, and things will happen to you. If you believe that things will happen to you, well, they will happen. To you. Yes. I agree. Now, as we close out, thank you for listening, Crystal. That's my Crystal. Thank you for listening. 
as we close out, uh, I want to thank you, Martina, for dropping in with us. You're welcome to come back anytime. Thank you. We're going to be here Absolutely. every Monday. We're going to be here every Monday. So um, you're welcome to come back and chill with us on any of our topics. And Rhonda, thank you yes, for thank me you. tapping in. Um, let the people know, Rhonda, where they can find you and if you have anything special, fancy or whatever coming well, up. Well, I kind of do. I have a really big uh, event coming up this weekend in Baltimore. It's called the Ooh. Vegan Soul Fest. It's all things vegan food, uh, skin care. Uh, they've got musicians and performers. It's going to be this Saturday, 12 to 8, and this Sunday, 12 to 7 uh, in Baltimore, Vegan Soul Fest. Please, please, please come out and uh, hang out and have good good time. You don't have to be vegan to come. You'd be surprised though the goodness of vegan food and other all kinds of, and my skincare is vegan, com completely vegan. Um, also, follow me at Rare Glochet on Instagram, Facebook, and shop with me at rareglow.com for all my skincare beauty. So, yeah, that's me. Now, if I was in Baltimore, I would definitely be. And I'm born and raised and from Baltimore. Oh, okay. So, and I'm vegan. And I'm vegan. Woo! Where do you live? I live in Baltimore. I just moved to. Um, oh like, my uh, goodness! I'm gonna look for you. I'm, I'm gonna be purple. Everything's purple. Okay. <laughs> so yes, make sure you go out there, Martina. Yes, Martina. Get a picture, get a picture and send it to me. Purple hair, uh, packaging. Ooh, see, purple, my favorite color too. I love it. Mine too. And I realized it's very regal. The purple was, I love Prince. That's the number one thing. But the Woo other thing is purple. One of my, the biggest uh, organizations I donate to is domestic violence. And be, and it's purple. But I, it, it's like a trigger. Just something reminded me that I witnessed my mom at two years old be kicked to the ground by my father. Jesus. On the gravel. And it, it it's like it goes and it comes and then it's like, oh. That's why mm -hmm. this is so important to me. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, that's why the purple, the other part of the purple is there. Yes. So, yeah. Rhonda, tell the people they can get in contact with you. Well, if you need your books taken care of so you can run your business, give me a call. I I'm going to give you a call. Uh, what do you have? Please do. I'm please a, I'll, connect all on, I'll connect you all on Messenger. Okay. Oh, please, because, yeah, I... It, it, <laughs> your business is your business, but my business is your books. Yeah. So you can find Very me good. at bookkeepingforlife.com. My business okay. is bookkeeping 101 LLC. I'm on all social platforms and I'm here to help. So you can focus on your business. Yeah. Oh, good. This, you is, want to this, check is, out? this is divine. Yeah, look. look better go home and talk to them. Now, if We're you just want doing to what we do. get the best in self-care and wellness, Come on over. I got two. I got Dolce and Lay, which is my natural and organic skincare line. And then I have Wake Up Happy Sis, which is all this happiness and glow up that we give you on a Monday. Plus more. You can head on over to wakeuphappysis.com and check me out. And you can check out our other podcast episodes, become a subscriber, because we do this every week. This is our thing. I think we're pretty damn good at it. 
Yes. Well, I want to thank y'all for Bye. coming. It has been wonderful. And uh, what is our topic next Monday? Uh, next week, we're going to be, ooh, we're keeping up with the romantic theme, but this is uh, reviving the fire, keeping romance alive while pursuing your ambitions. Because, you know, we love ourselves, but we all want to be loved. Yes. Right? We want to love and be loved. So that's what we're talking about next week. So make sure you come and check us out. You can head on over to Brownstone Worldwide to learn more about the other lineup of shows that are available. Um, and to just, you know, get more involved in what we're doing everywhere. So I want y'all to have a great day. Actually, let me rephrase that. Have the day you were meant to have because you get to control it. I truly believe that. Yes. So, and we'll talk to you next time. Thank you for tuning in for another episode of Wake Up Happy Sis on KCCR The Brownstone. Make sure you show up every Monday at 10 a.m.